Real Business Owners. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 54. It's myself, Trevor Cowley. As always, my partner, Kel Goodman. Um, today, we've got a guest, which we haven't had in a hot minute. So, oh, you haven't? Yeah, your, right. your specialty. Um, so, <laughs> this individual, how we met... I was minding my own business at the gym, just curling the 150s. Here it comes. Just, it was just yeah. like, it was just a normal Tuesday, <laughs> you know, hitting the rack. <laughs> and this guy couldn't believe it. So anyways, <laughs> we've got Jake Hutton on the, on the podcast for you guys today. Jake's done a lot of cool things. Uh, he's an entrepreneur. He's CrossFit Games. You've done that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Competed there. Most of your businesses or all your businesses in the fitness industry then? Yes. All in the fitness industry. In terms yeah. of like, you've got the marketing company. Tell us a little bit about some of the businesses that you have. You have Fitness Culture, right, which has so the app and the gym. Fitness Culture, app okay. and the gym. Okay. We have the Naked app, which yep. is an app with Brookends. Okay. We have a gym management software called FitHive right now. Okay. That manages our gym, but is managed. So it's just for managing gyms, so, marketing, things like that. Okay. And then what you were talking about was my old company. It was called Gym Builder, where we did oh, mar- yeah, yeah, we did yeah. marketing for gyms, but yeah. we, we pivoted because you know how digital marketing is right now. It's getting so competitive. Yeah. And so we pivoted. We knew when we launched Gym Builder that it wasn't going to last forever. So you just and blew so, it out just for a period of time and just ran hard with it. Uh-huh. And, and, and then, then we then- started building FitHive, which is the software to allow people to do what we were doing for them. Just I mean, just sales funnels, you know, yeah. landing pages, text yeah. follow-ups, all that stuff inside of a gym management platform. Yeah. That also gives the gym their own app for fitness features and things like that. So we started building that so we could transition our clients from Gym Builder over to FitHive and so they can do it themselves. Okay. So at one point you were marketing for gyms and the purpose of your marketing was to increase their memberships, right? Exactly. I mean, essentially we were mostly what we did was six-week challenges for gyms. Yeah. So. And you started seeing other gyms watch you do it and so they started kind of copying what you were doing oh, and then the competition the just went through honest. the roof i copied what? someone else okay someone oh. came so someone came to my yeah. gym and did it okay right so I, I owned a crossfit gym up in the salt lake area you saw someone how well came it into my gym it worked really well yeah i ran one with him and then my partners on the gym were like hey because they saw how much i paid him like yeah don't you don't let's do try that this on our own no, at they least. were just like don't yeah. do that anymore <laughs> i mean they were dudes that were business owners and they'd been business owners for a while yeah and so they were like I Your really took their were? advice. Yeah. yeah. So they, they own, do you know Rockwell Watches? Oh, yeah. Up in Salt Lake. Yeah. So those guys. And so we had a gym together up there at their facility. And so they were basically like, hey, you shouldn't, we can figure this out, man. Cut that expense. So anyway, do that shit yourself. We did it ourselves. Yeah. And it was super easy. I mean, there wasn't yeah. really much to it. And that's what we're trying to get across to people with FitHive is it's not that hard. You just have to take the time to figure it out. Um, and even with FitHive, they don't have to take the time to figure it out. That's what we tried to build for them. But essentially... We ran it for ourselves, did really well. Then I ran it for a couple of buddies that had gyms. Yeah, did some marketing campaigns for them, just testing it out to see if you could do it. See if we could do it for in other, other areas. Yeah. yeah, and it worked really well. And so, for about three years, I mean, we had around twelve hundred gyms all over, like mm. a lot of them in the United States, but we had some in Australia, UK, some just all over. It went so really was well, that like yeah, a same. one-time thing, or were people paying you a monthly fee for a long no, period so of time? Or so essentially, what we would do is. We put up the ad, and that's why it was so easy. We put up the ad spend. Okay. And then we took a cut. So it was six-week challenges. We kind of let the gyms name their price, but it was yeah. right around the 250 to $300 price point. To sign for, up for the six-week challenge. Yeah, for okay. someone to sign up for their yeah. gym for the yeah. six-week challenge. We would run all the ads. We gave them a platform to sign people up, like give them nutrition, give them an at-home program to like get them going to, things like that on the software side. And that's what eventually turned into the fitness culture app as well. Okay. But anyway, so we started by building that. And... Um, we would split the fee from the sign-up. So if so it was 200, it was 60-40. Okay. We would take gotcha. 60, the gym would get 40. Obviously, gotcha. we spent the money on the ads, yeah. which costs at least 1500 bucks a pop for the two-week enrollment. And so we put that. So we risked that money yeah. thousands of times over the last few years. You know, How many times did it not come back and pay you back? Or were you getting like 80, 90, 100% of the time getting results and getting the money back? No, absolutely not. Some gyms stiffed us completely. Really? It was really hard to get. So they would process <laughs> the, the 250 or $300 payment, and well, then you're no. like, hey, pay so us. So in the beginning, when we got up and going, we didn't have our own software. Okay. And so like it was kind of like the honor system. But mm-hmm. still, you got to think of it like this, too. We're paying to get someone into a gym. Yeah. We have no idea if they show up. Unless mm-hmm. we call that person, every person that was a lead and say, yeah. hey, did you go to the gym? Yeah. Which we started doing that a little bit to keep people accountable yeah. later on in the company. But essentially, we get them into the gym. 
they could t- take them over to their own software and just sign them up and just say, like, oh, yeah, I only signed up 20 people, and they signed up 60. Mm. And so, like, the entire time we ran the business, there's, like, you got an honor system sharks there. and snakes yeah, yeah, exactly. that are just... And some people just, yeah. like, totally stiffed us. Yeah. Especially in the beginning when we were getting you didn't 30 probably. to 60 signups, and someone was just like, oh, yeah, man. and they have all these leads, because we can see the leads yeah. and the bookings yeah. that we got them. Either you got terrible like, oh. sales reps, <laughs> yeah, like, or they, you're whole, stiffing me. Which <laughs> yeah. one is it? Like, like, oh, no one's showing up. It's like, yeah. all right, uh, I, don't, I don't believe no one's showing yeah. up. How'd you only get three people signed yeah. up? But overall, most of the people, 98% of them, are just honest, good people yeah. that were straight up with us and paid us. And then they were... Also, it's one of those things where, all right, well, we're never going to run it with you again. It wasn't yeah. successful. If you want us to run another challenge for you this year, exactly. that's not going to happen. All they're doing is shorting their long-term success yeah, exactly. in onboarding more people yeah. if they're just trying to make a quick buck. Yeah, exactly. But you've been in business now long enough, and we've been in business long enough. I mean, there's plenty of time. When you expose yourself to get screwed, you're going to get screwed, yeah. Oh, yeah. right? That's just part of the process. But you've got to understand as well that, Ultimately, that's just the cost of doing business, and now you know not to do business with that individual, right? You're just like, okay, well, yeah, exactly. chalk it up. Like you exactly. could, we could have made a lot of money together, but yeah. if that's how you want to play it, then yeah. then sure, that's go exactly about it happened. that way. A lot of you our know? business still is on the honor system, man. It's like, yeah. Really? yeah, you know, they trust that we report accurately and pay them what what we do, and long as I mean, that's why we keep a lot of our business. Yeah, we do it, you know. But yeah, for not there's always there's always this business. Yeah, system, I mean, know? we've 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 literally had let's so we we get referrals or whatever to our accounting company, and they get their splits right mm-hmm. of, of anybody that we onboard, and you know, obviously it's an honor like we. We could do what some of those shady gym members or uh, gym owners did yeah. and say that, hey, we didn't onboard that many clients this week or whatever it is. We just don't do that. I mean, Kel's gone as far as somebody that doesn't send us leads anymore. Six months later, we end up having a follow-up or somebody calls us and moves forward, and we still report that six months later. Yeah. And it's actually helped yeah. to the point where that person's like, holy shit, you guys reported that six months later and you're paying out on it? Yeah, yeah. Then the leads start flowing back in again. And so, uh, you know, that's just a lesson for all you guys that are listening. Like, if you have an opportunity to screw somebody, don't do it because you're really just screwing yourself. You're screwing your reputation. Exactly. Right? You've got to think, obviously, long term. And when you're doing good business, you'll make money over a long period of time. If you're doing bad business, you might be able to make a lot of money for two years, three years, and then everybody's going to hate you. and You burned all your bridges, right? And so... um, so, dude, you've got so much different shit going on in, in the in the fitness industry. You're going to come out with a supplement line here soon, right? Mm-hmm. Or is that can we can we not talk no, about no, it? We are. Or was yeah, it open yeah. game? No, no, yeah, it's, it's okay. open game. I don't know what's under wraps, or yeah. you know. So, tell us a little bit about that because I think that you guys probably should have done that years ago. What's first off? What's held you back from actually moving on that? Um, and then tell us the biggest a little thing bit about was that. finding. We wanted to try to find the right partners, and we finally okay. did. Yeah. Okay, like people that we thought were trustworthy and that we could scale it with there you go good people and, right yeah, exactly and then have done it before segment and so yeah and steve, steve yeah i don't know if people are going to know steve steve cook is i don't know partner. yeah i don't anyway I, I don't know i mean i'm sure i mean he's got plenty of followers. exactly right yeah. so, I'm, so just, I'm sure a lot of people know sure. so steve cook my business partner yeah like he takes his time making decisions yeah. Which, for me, I'm not like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I just it's like, go, 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 bro. go, like, go. Yeah. I just want to pull the trigger and figure it yeah. out. But he's always, I think he's Put been, the wheels on as you're going He's had so road. many people. He has a lot of people pulling at him. Yeah. Because he is yeah, very well known. Yeah. And so he is smart, takes his time, and it always works out. Yeah. Like, it really does. So, anyway. So he, Do you think that's a I good balance a between you and him where you want to pull the trigger and he's a little bit more slow-paced? Yeah, probably. Just kind of even each other out where yeah. you kind of meet in the middle a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going to be the name of the supplement company or the line? I don't know if I can say that yet. You can't? No, probably not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Check back later. <laughs> Just follow Jake Hutton on Instagram. And probably don't want to say that until we launch yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. So, eh, you, you know, you don't want to start giving shout outs. You guys going to do any like done? transformation challenge marketing, kind of like you do with the gym, get people in and... Yeah, so we always do challenges and stuff. I've seen supplement companies do really well off those, I think. I don't ever see the numbers, but it seems like they get a lot of customers from them. Yeah, so what we'll do probably is, because we have a fitness app as well, Fitness Culture. So we do transformation challenges pretty frequently with that company. Yeah. And so we'll probably time it up, the launch for that, for the launch with um, a new version of our app that we've been putting together, and launch those together, throw a challenge together with those. Because I think the companies will play off each other really well as far as 
getting people to of sign course. up for the app, and then we'll try to get them the supplements, exactly. or like even give free supplements if you sign up for the app type thing, or vice versa. Well, once they're bought in, yeah. they're bought in. Whatever yeah. it is that you you know you guys say is good, once you put out a, one good product like a fitness culture app, and they yeah. love the app by default. You know, they're just going to be grandfathered, yeah. you, you know, they're grandfathered in as a customer on anything else that you make available to yeah. them just because you've already proven that you do good business yeah. just that with is one the reason itself. You I would know? say that that's one reason it's taken so long. Is we what, did want to do it the right way. Yeah. And Slow people, and like, trust us because people trust us to give them, like, good, good information, information. And that's why they stay around so long in our yeah. app. And if we just came out with some shitty products that didn't deliver and weren't then you're super, just again really shooting good quality. yourself in the yeah, foot exactly we're just coming out we're just trying to make a buck instead of yeah. trying to build a business yeah and so that's one reason we've taken our time as well so. what's the thing that you're most excited about is it the supplement thing that your guys are doing right now or is it the app that you guys have had i know that when did you guys launch that was it like two or three years ago something like that all right the, the fitness culture app yeah so we were actually doing using a third-party app and still had a business together me and steve okay and then we launched that that app Right when we launched the gym here. Okay. So it's been almost three years now. So you're more yeah. excited about the app or the supplement company or just everything just as a whole or what? Yeah, I think on that side. Yeah. We're, I'm, I'm excited just as everything as a whole. Just see how they play off each other and things like that. Yeah. And I then mean, we have some other stuff coming together with using some of the software in the fitness culture app to build a software for personal trainers to like run their business off as well. Let's talk, so. let's talk about um, money. I like money. Um, like and the podcast too, is real business owners, and so anybody listening likes money too. Yeah, I would guess ninety nine percent of people like money. But you know, one thing that I admired about you when when we first met years ago is you were driving that old shitty truck. Yeah, you were making good money. Uh-huh. You could have you could have drove pretty much whatever you wanted. Uh-huh. And we walked outside or something, and I look at you getting in. I don't even know what year it was. It looked 92 like ninety two Toyota, man. It looked like a seventy two. <laughs> it looked like a seventy two <laughs> Toyota. You know, that thing. Surprised it was still going down the road, but that's why I had to eventually get rid of it. It was just starting to fall apart. <laughs> I was just like, if it was, I was still tired going of fixing that road, motherfucker, bro. Yeah, exactly. I was tired of fixing it, <laughs> so I couldn't deal with it anymore. So if it would have still went down the road without oh. fixes, you'd still be rocking it today. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let me ask you this: Why? Why? Like what? Is that something? Is that like a way you grew up, or you know, what's the thought process in you know holding on to something that long, uh, especially as you're making good money? Because the Here's, one thing that I'll we talk, one thing we talk about in the podcast yeah. is people over rewarding themselves too soon in the process. Yeah, and you under rewarded yourself by just driving the same shit while you're making good money. So I guess one thing is explain yourself. I don't really give a shit about stuff that much. Yeah. Okay. So that's one reason. Okay. I'm not really motivated by cars and things like that. Okay. I guess I'm more motivated by accomplishments. Okay. And so that's why I do all this to like. To well, feel you accomplished, win first I guess. place in a race in that thing, so that's true. You know, you can. Oh, I'm not racing that. Not there. <laughs> you know, that's for sure. Um, and then this is going to be weird, but I've thought about it a lot. Yeah. And having nice things like gives me anxiety. Really, I don't know why. It's not like I grew up poor or anything. It's not like I grew up really wealthy yeah. either. Just yeah. like middle class family. Yeah. I the thought of just having really nice shit and having to take care of it. Or like it being super expensive and nice. And so like you want getting, a piece of junk so you can treat it like junk. You're no, no like I, still treat, no, uh, I still treat it nicely, but it's like, all right, if uh, something goes wrong with it, uh, it doesn't just doesn't stress me out. I just don't want yeah. to think about that shit. Yeah. That's what it is. Like if I have that on my mind, like how nice my car is, and I gotta Worry go do about, this yeah. and care care about it and do all this. I mean, my house is pretty nice now. Yeah, I was gonna say but, you ended up. Yeah, things stresses me out, man. You know? I've been trying to sell that bitch since I bought <laughs> yeah, it. I know. I, I know. I talked to you like, yeah, I got this nice house. This is a great view. All that good stuff. And then I talked to you six months later, like, yeah, I got it up for sale. I'm gonna sell that. And I'm like, what the? What's yeah. the purpose of trying to sell it? Do you guys? No, I just it? wanted something that was cheaper. Really? I just don't feel comfortable in it. Really? But my wife won that one, so we're yeah. staying. Do you guys have yeah. kids? No, we don't have kids. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's another reason, That's something too. I worry about with my house. I'm like, man, it's going to be so perfect, and then my kids are going to ruin it, and then I'm going to, like, you Get know. Get all upset. I'm going to be like, man, I wish I would have waited until they were grown more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to have all this nice shit and with the little drawings yeah. all over it, all that stuff. I told but, the kids we might have to get rid of my dog because I, I bought really expensive <laughs> do- doors, exterior doors. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and they're black, metal on the outside and uh, yeah. wood on Pot, the inside. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, if she scratches them, she's gone. <laughs> See, that's the kind of shit I don't want to think about. Yeah, Jake has. I get you it. have a what is it? One dog, two dogs, uh, two boxers, two boxers. Yeah. 
He'd probably rather Boxers live in a trailer dogs. with his boxer and, no, and rather than worry said, about this yeah. nice, expensive house getting beat up. If I wasn't yeah. married, I probably would live yeah. in a trailer with my boxer. Matthew McConaughey shit, yeah. have a bunch of money, but live in a air, what are those silver uh, Airstream. tr- airstreams Airstream. and shit next to the beach, <laughs> just not giving a fuck. That would you be know? cool. Yeah. Um, no, dude, I, I really thought that was... that. That that is just so unique to me because I just don't see it often, right? Okay, yeah. You know, you you know everybody that barely's getting by loves to buy the new shit, try to look the coolest, and then there's Jake. I mean, I guess if you can bench a thousand fucking pounds, you really don't got to flex on anybody with a vehicle. You yeah. literally can just flex on them, well, most, <laughs> like literally. You most know? people are motivated by money are usually motivated to go get money because they care so much what other people think and it's yeah. all their ego. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's more motivated by just accomplishments and his own yeah. inner self reward. Right. So yeah, I, I think that makes total sense. You know, that, you know, you're like, you're not motivated by all the shit cause you don't really have that high of an ego. You just want to continue to win and accomplish things. So I mean, that's I think that's still pretty cool. bad ego that I'm motivated by accomplishments so much. Well, well there's different know, forms of ego. Yeah, 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 sure, exactly. exactly. I just yeah. don't stroke my ego with buying stuff like that. Yeah. So, but, uh, your ego must not be fed by what others think, though, very much, right? If if you don't care about the stuff and the flash and the, you know, the nicer yeah, things. Yeah, I'd say I'm more of an internal drive, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know. So, what what the weird thing about it is, is most people that don't really, like, want things, they're really not that motivated. So, usually, they they tie their motivation to that big house or that Ferrari or whatever, and they're trying to chase something. Right, and so it's, you're just a little bit different of an animal when it comes to, you know, just. Yes, I think it's just an obsession with trying to be. I mean, not the like best I, version not like of yourself, spe- or yeah, something exactly. like that. Not like I'm right? anything special right now, but just my whole life, I just if I get into something, I just go all in. Yeah, and become obsessed with it. That's why, I like, like I wasn't an entrepreneur until. Yeah, when, when I was, was a college the first athlete. Time, when was the first time you did? I was a college athlete, and I was obsessed with that. Okay, obviously, and then. I guess I got out. I was in strength and conditioning mm-hmm. for a while. I was a strength coach at Southern Utah. Yeah. Um, and then got into CrossFit, met someone there, and then I was obsessed with CrossFit and pursued that. And then <clears throat> once I realized, all right, like I need to start making some what, money. Whatever happened with the CrossFit thing, though? Because, you you know, you, you were good at the CrossFit. Did you get injured a lot? Or, or what, what, no. what made you veer off of the CrossFit path? Because obviously you were good at it. Because I started becoming an entrepreneur and wanted to go all in. Okay, so there's another lesson for you. You got to give up on <laughs> shit that you like to do, yeah, exactly, in order to make money. Well, know? it was so that's what like started me into being an entrepreneur. So I was a strength coach, in Southern Utah. Yeah, me and my buddy Mike Cashew, who's like an amazing entrepreneur. He's got a podcast too. It's a okay. strength podcast. Okay, and he's also his wife and him own Wag, which is Working Against Gravity. It's a nutrition company. Okay, and he, he's an, he's an owner of Brute Strength as well. Anyway, okay. I was just setting that up. So yeah, there you go. We leave. He's in Southern Utah with me for a little while. He's the one that got me into CrossFit. Yeah. And he left for a little bit. We started talking again and decided we were going to go up to uh, Salt Lake Salt Lake City and take over one of our buddies' gyms up there to try to kind of save it because it was going under. Mm. And we were going to try to save it. A CrossFit gym? CrossFit gym. Okay. Yeah. Go manage it, save it, then buy it if we could save it, right? Well, what ended up happening was in the middle of – and we, were trying, we, we did kind of save the gym. Like the membership was rolling through. But while we were doing that, we started Brute Strength, which was just a programming company for CrossFit athletes. Okay. And so that's kind of like what, when I dove into entrepreneurship. And I still was doing CrossFit at the time, but then Brute started doing really well. Mm. And then I went, and then we ended up not getting that gym because we were like making money online. We're yeah, like, you're like, we're making money anymore. over yeah, here. Like, Why would we chase yeah. something dying? Yeah. 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 And so we were doing, I was a part of Brute for a long time. And then I started that gym up in North Salt Lake with the Rockwell guys. Okay. Um, and I was just getting too busy. And, like, I was still doing CrossFit then. So I had a team at uh, Rockwell CrossFit that I took to the games. That was, like, the last time I went to the games. Okay. Um, but then I started Gym Builder, which was the marketing company. And so I was doing that. And then during that time, too, I was doing uh, – we started the company with Steve as well. And so we were, I had Brute and Steve's programming and so then Gym directions. Builder and the gym. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I got to get rid of some of this shit. And so well, I stopped doing CrossFit because – Actually, the thing that took me to quitting CrossFit for good, really, was me and Steve were going to open a gym down in Phoenix, and I couldn't train. So we had a we put a team together to go to the games the next year, yeah. And I couldn't train with them because I was moving. So it was like either like I'm I'm, I'm leaving, so I yeah. can't be on the team anymore. They ended up winning the CrossFit games that year, fuckers. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave too early in the process. Lesson number three of the podcast. They had a great team. They yeah. ended up winning the CrossFit Games. Um, so I ended up giving up the gym up there. I was going to – well, we opened a gym here. We ended yeah. up opening the gym here. But during that time, too, I had to leave Brute, too, because there was, it became like a conflict because people were like, well, what should I stand up for Brute, Jake, or – Steve's thing was called Big and Late at the time. Which oh, I yeah. sent for that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I decided to go all in just on Gym Builder and working with, with Steve. Steve. Yeah. yeah. And so I gave up those two other things to focus on that. Did you and get I gave bought out or I anything? I too at the same time. Did you get bought out or did you just walk away from it? No, I wasn't actually an owner of Brew. Oh, I just you like just helped. You yeah, like I was the in the, initially like there were talks of it and then I ended up just not kind of getting cut yeah. out of it in, in the, when they actually, when it got formed. Yeah. But, I mean, we, me and my wife were the back end of that thing from the ground up. Basically, basically. fulfillment of everything. Yeah, like writing the programs, yeah. doing everything yeah. for a while. I mean, yeah. we all had a part in it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But so I just basically had to give up a really good paycheck mm. and make a decision. Like, do I want it? Was your paycheck that you had to walk away from higher than what you were walking into? No. But it's still no. just not. Okay. <laughs> it would have been it would have been a momentous moment if you uh, said yeah. And then, <laughs> like a oh, cool little sacrifice period, but no. No. Yeah, no. It was an easy choice. Yeah. The I was money, making more the money. money was there. With what I was doing with Steve. Yeah. But I still was making good money with Brett. Yeah. And I loved yeah. working with those guys because Mike's like one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the guys that were on the team were Are they really, still doing really good? good friends. They're still making yeah. money, doing uh, well. Uh, yeah. They're doing well. Good. I, I don't know if Mike has as much because Mike's super successful running WAG right now too okay. with his wife. Um, and so he's still, I think, an owner of Brute. I don't know how much he's doing with Brute, but yeah, Brute's still, still doing great. And so, WAG, the, their company, is just crushing it. So it seems like basically since you kind of got into entrepreneurship, you've had a couple different projects going on at all times. Yep. You know, and it continues yeah. to be. It's it's, it's almost like overextend myself a lot. Yeah, but that seems, I try to pick things like that are kind of starting to. They play off together. each other. Yeah, yeah they play exactly. off each other. And so yeah. it's not like I'm just starting something different that doesn't work with what. what well, it's almost made, it, it's dumb not to do something exactly, like that, yeah. right? So it's mm-hmm. just they, they, they go well together, right? If you yeah. have a fitness app, yeah. you know, and you're helping people get healthy, it only makes sense to do something in the supplement industry exactly. as well, right? Because they just. Yeah, well, like with Gym Builder, with the gym marketing. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, someone did it at my gym. Yeah. Then I started doing it. Yeah. And it, instantly I was like, this is too easy. Like people are going to do it themselves. They're going to catch on. So we need yeah. to figure out a way to own a software, but then also just make it so we can teach them how to do it yeah. and make it really, really easy for them to do it themselves. Yeah. Um, and so we're trying to use the client base that we already have and create a product that we can sell that current client base and just yeah. pivot the, the business, you know. What would you say the worst part of entrepreneurship is? The, the worst part? The worst part of entrepreneurship. The money's the good side of it. There's a lot of the ugly stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're <laughs> successful, right? Yeah. But what's what's the worst part of entrepreneurship or, you know, being a go-to guy? Here's the thing. My dad's the same way, so I probably got it from him and drive yeah. my wife crazy. Like I don't I don't like to I don't like to go on vacation and lay on the beach and do nothing, man. Oh. Shit drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I would say like one of the worst things yeah. is you never cuz back let's say when I was a strength coach, there yeah. is a different feeling when you all right, work's over. I'm going home. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, my work was actually over. You clock out. I went home. Yeah, mentally a, too. Yeah, exactly. You don't think about that no, shit. Like you're not thinking about anything. When you walk out the door, and like right now, everything's always on my mind. Yeah, and I think it's it makes me a little bit, well, a lot, a bit less present, like with my wife. Yeah, and even other people, like my parents and stuff. Oh, you get like bugged for a while about there, being on the phone all the fuck time. Yeah. Like while, yeah. <laughs> while Cal get that all I the mean, time yeah, too. Like a while, it's very common. Yeah, there was a period a couple years ago. Where I think my dad just couldn't stand being around me. Yeah. Like when we'd hang out, he like he just got to the point where I think he told my mom once, if that motherfucker's on his phone, we're at, we're, we're out of there. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I took that to heart. Yeah. Yeah. But so that was a little anyway, that's one reality of the, check. That's one of the for things. You? Yeah. But so I think I've gotten better at just like trying right. to check. Well, the it easiest or way is like just don't fucking take your phone. Yeah. And then it's still on your mind, but. You're like, you're yeah, you go, it's like checking your pocket. You're like, damn, you feel naked and shit, right? When your phone, you're like, where did it go? Because yeah, it's just such a habit of checking, you know, whether it's emails or Kel's, Kel's phone is more glued to his ear than it is, you know, looking oh, yeah. down. Uh-huh. You know, every time I see Kel, he's walking around like this, just talking to one of our lead guys. Tell or whatever, we make, yeah, that's how we make know? a lot of our money. But so. yeah. I can totally relate, though, because, you know, uh, business becomes your fun. 
you know, exactly. and, and when it's not when it's not your loved one's yeah. fun, you know exactly. what I mean? They're just like, dude, I don't want to be around you. Yeah, they yeah. want to go do something fun for everybody. It's like that's not fun to you because business is fun to you, but yeah. it's not to them. So it's a well, battle. It's man. like it's your like kids, your wife, your everything, your friends, your everything, your family, your parents. You know, like it's like would sure. I rather just sit on the couch and do nothing or look at my phone? And answer emails or make pro. It feels like you're making progress yeah. when you're chipping away at work, yeah. even though you're at home. When you get work done, not at work, you have less work to do at work. When you get to work, you know. <laughs> so you, you always work. I don't do that. I'm just glad it's calm. Before you came in here, he's like, oh, I don't know where uh, Trevor is, and I was like, hopefully he's not talking to him. It's gonna take a while for this. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, why that's a thing. Just so that you know, when I first started coming into the gym, that was all pre-workout talking. I don't take pre-workout anymore. So okay. You just hyped I'm up a on little, pre-workout. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, you're. I used to hold the I enjoy the conversations. No, no. I'm like, let's go down way in the car. Huh? <laughs> I used to hold the elevator for you. Oh but yeah. Then you'd be like, oh, I gotta go. He always has to pee too. Uh, He's like, oh, I gotta go pee. And then you'll see someone in the bathroom. And then he'll talk to them for five minutes. Then he'll come out of the bathroom and see someone else talking for five minutes. And then the, the elevator be yelling uh, at us. Yeah. Be chirping at us. Beeping. So. Well, if I go to the bathroom and I catch somebody in the bathroom and then they start talking to me and then I walk out, then somebody's like, hey, man, what should I do here or that? And then you get caught up with that. And they're like, let me address this real quick. You know, I think that that's a trait that probably a lot of business owners have is just like addressing whatever it is that comes up when it comes up because you already know that there's going to be so much shit coming down the pipe. There's already, again, that's just the way business is. If you don't address something, then it starts backpiling, right? And then you're going to have far more work to do. And I think that that's probably why we're on our phones all the time is we're just staying on top of it so that we don't ever get too overwhelmed and it doesn't ever get too crazy. But, I, I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, it's just hard to really explain, but that's the way that we make our money, you know? So, um, <laughs> it is what it is. So, it's true. Uh, so, his advice, the hardest part of entrepreneurship is having your phone on you all the time. Um, and hearing about it from all the other people. The people that being are present. Me. Yeah. When okay. I'm not being present. When I'm not at work. Okay. I have a hard time putting Clocking it out. Yeah, it's hard to There's no such thing as clocking clock out. out. And just, it's always on my mind. Yeah. Like, we went to Lake Powell last year. Yeah. There was no service, and I had anxiety the whole time. I literally You're like, I can't I, like, wait get to work. work. Yeah. Oh, what if the app goes down? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's going to deal with that yeah. shit? I'm going to be the one that's got to deal with yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. You keep exactly. checking your phone, even though there's yeah, yeah, there's no service. service. <laughs> He's doing this over here. I'm just seeing what time it is, man. Just yeah. see what time it is. <laughs> Earth, where's Earth? <laughs> you know? Oh, that's funny. And honestly, that's stupid. And you should... If, Dude, like, every, if you have a good business, difficult. you should have people that you should be able to walk away, and they should be able to handle everything. That's that's, have to that's the it. idea, right? And I do definitely. Like we have people that we'd be fine if I if I wasn't there to handle the fire. But yeah, but your personality says otherwise. Your personality yeah. is like you know for a fact that you go to Lake Powell and you come back, the gym's not going to be burned down. Yeah. But at the same time. There's just something just pulling at you saying, like, check that, check, you know. It's just, I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know what it is, but, uh, you know, I'm guilty of that as well. Um, Let me ask you this. In terms of, I mean, obviously, you you went to school for, uh, what was it, fitness shit, nutrition (laughs) shit or something. I don't know. Yeah. What's the degree called? What is it? Uh, Well, so I I got a bachelor's in exercise science. Okay. That's what it is, exercise shit. And then I did not finish my master's, even though I did everything but defend my thesis. Um, do you know anybody smarter than you when it comes to fitness? Uh, yeah. You do? Plenty of people, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Shit. I mean, I think I have a I thought you were a competitor, dude. Feeling. Supposed to be number one, dog. <laughs> oh, dude, all, the, all this other stuff's made me fall off my game a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I think you. I have a wide range of dealing with people yeah. that most of my friends that are like strength coaches and stuff haven't dealt with. Just because I did compete in CrossFit, I know what yeah. it feels like to do that type of training yeah. and to train those people. I know what it's like to train a shitload of people in the private sector, just like regular people, moms, dads, things like that, and help fix their movement. And I've dealt with like some really high-level athletes as well. So I've dealt with a blend of everything, and I think yeah. I'm kind of good there. But as far as am I the smartest person in fitness, like – with anatomy, I would just say yes, bro. Like I would probably <laughs> pound my chest and say absolutely. I'm all right, but there's yeah. definitely some people that are – I mean, you wrote Smarter a, a shit, like three years worth of programs just in that in that app. We were talking about that yeah. last week. You know yeah. how every single week you got to come up with just new shit for yeah. people, right? You're just, pretty good at programming yeah. exercise. Yeah, but I, 
You just said in fitness in general. So I mean, like anatomy, physiology. See, now you're overthinking it, dude. (laughs) So you got to realize who you're talking to here, dude. I'm not an overthinker. (laughs) You're you're going too deep, bro. I'm just talking about doing curls and shit. Does anybody do Uh, curls better than you? (laughs) Outside of me. Is anybody outside of me? Have you ever seen anybody take the 150s for a ride like I do? (laughs) Meaning try to pick them up and can't? (laughs) Blow my back out and shit. (laughs) Vertebrae problems and shit right up. It's true, dude. I saw you pick them up, throw them up over your head. I was like, I'll try to pick it up. I'm like, no, that ain't happening. Oh, shit. I remember one time you did challenge me to, uh, was it a box jump? Oh, God. I did throw my fucking back out on that. I really did. (laughs) I got one leg up. And so it tweaked my body. Because this side's falling down, and this one wanted to stay up. I got screwed up. Yeah, you got fucked I'll come back. I yeah. probably That's probably when I had a bad knee. Yeah. Everybody's got an excuse when they lose, right? Hey, you always get those people, oh, I don't do squats. I got bad knees. I don't do that because of this. But I really do have a bad knee, so I got a good excuse. I know. I remember you hurt your knee. Yeah. Um, but we, did, we were going to do the um, body fat challenge, too. And then oh, you yeah. got scared. What happened there? We were supposed to go get it tested, and then you pushed it back a week, and then we never, we had, never uh, ended me up. Me and actually did that, though. We actually went and got it tested. How it, important do you want to start how you did? I you know. didn't show up the next week. No, they were scared. <laughs> no, I know what it was. I know what it was. He wanted to do it next week, and we were going to Vegas. We were going yeah, to Vegas with Logan and our, that spring break that we did oh. with the family. That sucked, And I'm too. like, oh, I am not going to diet for another week. I plan on getting shit-faced. And having some fun with my friends. Yeah, that's what and happened. I, and so it kind of just blew up. That's what happened. So yeah. he fucked it up. He didn't He didn't dare to do it, dude. I was just jacked and tan, but um, it's all good, dude. It is what it is. So let me ask you this. What's in terms of meal prepping for shredding? Is it macro shit? Is it intermittent fasting? Drop some fitness knowledge on some people because... I need it personally, and I know plenty of other people need it too. Like, yeah, me too. like if you're actually trying to get cut up, what's the best way to do it, dude? Is it like lift heavy compared to uh, and doing like low calorie shit, or people do the keto shit? People do like there's so many different fucking ways right, to do everything it, bro. Wor- everything works. Okay, that's the problem. There so we anyone go. telling you that everything doesn't work? They're just full of shit. Okay. Okay. Obviously, if you. Not everything. All the diets work. So like the fads you could do eat work. Snickers. Er, yeah, that Snickers does not diet. work. But no one has a <laughs> yeah. Snickers diet. I'm gonna come up with a Snickers the diet. Dairy, the dairy. I'm on the dairy queen. Basically, yeah. you said macros, <laughs> flexible dieting, yeah. intermittent fasting, keto. Those are the three things that you said because those are the hottest yeah. things, right? Yeah. yeah, they all work. Okay. So intermittent fasting, though, essentially, you're still gonna if you're doing it right. Well, yeah. I'm not doing it right. I can't say that. So if you really want to get shredded and you're counting macros, yeah. that's the best way to do it. I don't care what anyone says because you're you're keeping track of everything. That you're putting into your body. Okay. Even if you're doing keto, you should still count your macros because you can blow your calories out of the water if you eat too much fat on keto, and you're not going to get in shape. Like people that do the paleo diet all the time in CrossFit. Yeah, like that. That I'm shit. Just not losing weight, and it's like, yeah, you just ate a fucking whole Costco tub of almonds. You know how many calories are in that thing? <laughs> like, so it, just, it really, not, in general, comes down to calories. Um, it comes down to to me macros. It's calories and then what makes up those calories because okay. you're not eating. Gotcha. So let's just gotcha. say you have 3,000 calories and you're just eating pizza and donuts and you're eating 20 grams of protein. You're not going to be able to facilitate recovery from your workouts mm. off such a low protein. So gotcha. it's honestly hit your protein first. After that, it doesn't – to me, your cal- – so have a calorie – a caloric goal. If you hit your protein – That's a big-ass fitness fat- word. Caloric <laughs> goals. If you're, yeah. if you're fat and carbs, for me, you can just intermix them. Whichever one you prefer yeah. to hit your to hit your goal after that, because some people do better with higher fat, some people do do better with higher carb. I love, but carbs. so it is. Ca- it's calories and then protein, but then intermittent fasting is just. There Have are, you ever there tried are some health it? benefits? Yeah, I mean, I you've tried. I kind of do it all the time. Oh, okay. I've done everything. Yeah. Okay. Like I've, I used to do keto all the time just because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the way that I felt. Okay. But as far as the way that I look with my shirt off on keto, it's not as good because your carbohydrates are so low that you never fill up. Like your muscle collagen stores full. are never full. Your muscles aren't yeah. full, and so yeah. you don't you just look flat all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that people carve up before like a bodybuilding show, show right? Yeah, and so keto's great, and I think so. For me, I usually say like general pop keto's great because it's very satiating because you're eating high fat. Okay, and uh, for a lot of people, it's low inflammatory if you choose the right foods, and so those two things. And people that don't move that much. I think it's easier for them to get on keto, but it's still hard for people to stay there for a long time. But Kel did keto for a minute. You liked that, didn't you? 
No, I hated it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought you liked well, it for a so minute. Well, so the best results I've ever had was obviously cutting out all the bad sugar. Uh, but I still got to get carbs because, dude, if I'm like two, three weeks just starving from carbs, like, yeah. dude, I just freaking, I, I, got, I get miserable. I don't want to yeah. be miserable. I want to I want to be able to stay consistent for a lot longer time. So, yeah. like, I get good whole grain carbs, like brown rices and things like that. And then I, st- I still shred up pretty good, but yeah. then but then I don't put as much mass on, uh-huh. right? So because then like my protein's a little lower. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to get that balance, man. But macros. Yeah. If you get your you. macros right, you have somebody get you your macros right for what you're trying to yeah, accomplish. You, can't lose if you, do that. you know, and you really stick to no. it. You know, because when I was doing the macro thing for a while, I was getting really good results. I just never stay on it for yeah. a just solid year or whatever. It's hard to do for a long time. Yeah. To plan all your meals. It's like you're it scheduling everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to schedule eating. Like, yeah. that's why they just mm-hmm. pull out of the office like, dude, let's hit Taco Bell. Yeah. But you're, boom, <laughs> exactly. like, bam. Or you're on the road. Plan on that bean burrito. Like, your cooler doesn't stay cold long enough, so then your food goes bad. And you're like, I'll just go to the store and buy Dude, it is it is tough to travel. Like we travel for Dude, work I bought and those shit. cooler yeah. pack things and stuff. Like, yeah. tried to tried to stay on point. It's a it's, big commitment. Like anything, yeah. you want the best results, you got to be ultra committed. And I mean, yeah, disciplined. I, I hit macros when I was every day from like eighteen to. Until I met my wife. And really? She fucked my whole diet up. Yeah, dude. When, dude <laughs> but I was super shredded. I was super women, shredded. Women do that to you, dude. No, she just you. is like naturally thin. Yeah. You can just eat whatever, whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah. And I'm not, even, I'm not just saying, because a lot of people are like, oh, she just eats whatever, and then their wife will eat like half a cookie. Yeah. Like, nah, like my wife will fucking <laughs> pound a whole box of donuts at night. You're just airing her out she right li- now, dog. Oh, she doesn't care. She's, she's, she's proud of it. Dude, no, she's my wife does the same thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. She stays pretty, th- and she's just munching down, like, fruity pebbles and shit, yeah. and then moves over to, like, Captain Crunch, you know, all this. And I yeah. swear to God, if I have a bowl of cereal, dude, I'll see that bitch on my on my thighs, <laughs> like that flat tire shit, the next day. Or if I'm at the pool, I'm like, dude, there's that Captain Crunch showing. Like, dude, you feel it jiggle. Like, dude, that's it's that's straight sugar, dude. Without short, it short just makes out. you feel shitty, dude. Yeah, it does. Know? It does. But I got a question for you, dude. How much um, with you getting ready to start a supplement company? How much do you think supplements really help? Because oh, that's you a good hear, question. You hear so many people say, oh, you pee out ninety percent of it. It only yeah. helps. 10 percent you know what i mean you hear all these things and and with you i i assume launching a supplement company you know what good supplements are bad supplements are some science behind it like, yeah you hear supplements like some people are like oh that company they use a ton of fillers i don't know what fillers is or that or whatever yeah, do you think know. that there's good really supplement companies and bad supplement supplement companies and there then how much are. does it help so there definitely are yeah and i mean People are getting smarter now. Yeah. People are actually buying the supplements. Yeah. And so that's made most companies like raise their game to put Nicer effective doses okay. in their products. Okay. So it's easier now to find better products and not get ripped off, I think, like more than ever. Than it was 15 years exactly. ago. It's like, like people, night, yeah. yeah. Like, well, well, everything was hidden behind proprietary blends, which means oh. you don't have to actually list within the label. Yeah. And then people started being like, oh, no proprietary blends, which is how it should be. You should tell yeah. you what's actually in there. And so now I think it's gotten a lot better. Um, it's more transparent. A, it's a lot more transparent. Yeah, yeah. like most companies are, have gotten forced to be more transparent yeah. and like put good products. But there still are some that are shit. Is that, that like FDA shit? Market. They're forced to do that, or no, 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 just by competition. Okay, like so competition gonna, shits on them and says, oh, they just say proprietary exactly. blend, you and you have no what's idea in what's in there, yeah, yeah, exactly. and then they're like, yeah, exactly. We can't say that no more. We have to upgrade our shit. Exactly. Huh. And so most people. I mean, most of the better companies don't have a ton of proprietary blends now, especially for like their core ingredients to yeah. their supplements. Do but how much does yeah how much yeah how much do they help? Like, they definitely work, but if it's you're someone that's like barely working out ever, yeah, I don't know if you're gonna need to take. Do you think that that's the issue in the supplement industry? Is people just like want to? find too fast of that quick fix and that's really what it is is a supplement it's it helps you get there provided you're actually doing the work yeah i mean you have to do the work yeah but people always say all the time which i agree with but the logic is a little bit flawed in my opinion so like oh you shouldn't even take supplements until your nutrition's perfect and I'm oh, just really? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's I want to have supplement a fucked up you. nutrition. Like, so if your nutrition's bad, so you need a more. A supplement. Yeah, exactly. Well, you need a more if you have exactly. If you have bad nutrition, you definitely need the supplements yeah, more than exactly. someone that has great nutrition. Yeah. But if you do both, yeah. that's when you're going to see the best results from the supplements. Because gotcha. if your nutrition's dialed in, like you're counting your macros yeah. at some point, you know exactly how 
you're going to respond from your nutrition and you can actually see the benefits like where are these supplements helping me and mm. I'm actually getting better from supplementation. So, so like Trip got his, his blood taken and he, yeah. you know, he's low on DHEA, which my lady yeah. said too. Fuck. And it's like, I go and I buy DHEA and shit. And I'm like, I don't even know if it's working, man. Is or yeah. It's just oral capsules of DHEA. And I'm just like, yeah. I hope it's working, you know. But I guess you'd have to go get your blood yeah, taken you have to get again. your blood taken again. So mm, a lot of yeah. that stuff, the less, well, I guess they're still performance-based, but... A lot of those, like I don't even mess around with that kind of stuff. As yeah. far as like I would never. What are some like, of the basic supplements? What like, are some that's of the for someone that's dealing with your hormones? Yeah, that is going to take yeah. your blood more often, and it's going to be monitoring that stuff. What's uh, what what's like the supplements that you really rely on that you take on a day to day basis? Like I know you do your BCAs and shit. I saw you last week uh, when we were doing. You're throwing those. I'm honestly in not shit. like that a huge BCAA guy. Oh, you're not. But I mean, they're just in there right now because we're going to sell them. Yeah, I do like them, and like one reason that I like them is because. I think that there are some studies that show that it helps with uh, satiation, so it's making you less hungry. Okay, And so gotcha. like sipping on those kind of make you feel a little bit more full, and so it helps people stay in their diet. And gotcha. then if you're in a severe caloric deficit, then they can help as well to not have, like, muscle loss. But I've as heard- far as, like, everyone every day taking BCAs, do you need them for to build the most muscle? Definitely not if your diet's on point. What's the yeah. best supplement to help build muscle? Just, the, just like, proteins? Yeah. Creatines. Protein. What is it, you know? I'll say protein. I mean, fuck, like dude. I bought everything from GNC when I was in high school. I weighed a buck 35 and couldn't gain a pound if I put a, two pounds in my pocket, bro. Yeah. So <laughs> I bought everything, dude. There was shit called the Beast. Sprayed it under my tongue. <laughs> no, I was expecting to become the Beast, dude. If I read the freaking, Dude, I looked at the magazine. It was testimonials all over. Uh, Androstein. I put that shit under my tongue. Mark McGuire was hitting dingers with it, right? Like, I tried creatine. I tried, dude, I've tried, I tried it all, dude. And I, and, and. Definitely a good way. Protein is going to be the best. Just. But, like, also eating protein. If you oh. eat enough protein, you probably don't need to supplement with whey protein. Okay. But I'm a big proponent of high protein. Okay. I've always eaten probably more than what the science would recommend for somebody. Because I feel like that I just... <laughs> it shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would agree <laughs> that, yes, you have. I feel like I respond well to it. I digest yeah. it well. I do, I do better and <laughs> I look do? better when I do that. Yeah. And so I drink, I eat high protein and I'll take protein shakes. And a lot okay. of it's to keep me on track. So like I never, if I go overboard, if I go over on protein as yeah. far as like calorically, I feel like it's a lot harder to put on fat from those calories, and so I'll go over on shakes or like protein all the time. So let me ask you and this: so, Is this a good idea? Yeah. So when I was like trying to be somewhat good, I would pour a bowl of just some cereal, right? Just good cereal, mm-hmm. Honey Nut Cheerios. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, has the heart disease symbol right on the thing. It's got to be healthy for you. But then I would take a scoop of whey protein and put it in there, and it made me feel better about what I ate. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely is a more balanced legit? meal. <laughs> more balanced, <laughs> yeah. you see? It's probably not a bad idea, There you go, dude. Just vanilla? Just vanilla protein? Yeah, just Especially if you're low on protein, I don't know. It's definitely not a bad thing. The problem I, is... I like that Kashi brand stuff, dude. Those are always pretty good. I don't know I that I like brand. the bitter Cheerios. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that's a uh, cereal brand? Yeah. The problem is, is if you're going to put protein in your cereal, um, don't pour the cereal first and then throw the scoop on top because it gets clumpy. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured yeah, you out. Do you got to do the milk shit and then, it, yeah, and then, and pour, then it. pour it in. I've obviously done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I've like never done that. That's a good trick. It, it, dude, try it. I'm not a huge cereal eater, but I'll give yeah, it a go. I, I wasn't either, but I was just was craving it at that time, and I was like, I just okay. put it in my oatmeal. It just makes me feel better, dude. Like, I can That's eat something. Idea. If I eat a donut, I have to eat, like, a protein bar after because at least it makes me feel better about it. I got to – I have to – if I do one bad, I try to do at least one good after. Well, I have a hard time. It's 50-50. I think what you're saying right now it's is pretty good. not eating protein with a meal that you're eating. It doesn't feel like a meal. You yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I can't just, just eat, eat. I can't eat carbs and something sugary and then just and feel no, I have good. some protein. Yeah, I gotta, gotta I gotta wash it down with protein. Yeah, I feel, it's a good I'm rule of thumb. Way. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> eat your Cheerios with whey protein. Is that came from Jake Hutton? You guys, so. you guys pour like uh, yeah protein on your pizza instead of Parmesan cheese. And exactly. Shit? Yeah. Yeah. When, you, when your power lifting and curl one fifties, you did. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You know. So. Um, how, Wait, much you, how much do you last bench, question. Bro? How creatine, much do you bench? Creatine's great, too. Is creatine it? is good. I would say creatine's like the most well-researched. I need to do that. So I need what, to get back on creatine. 
Well, dude, I, I also heard creatine. I heard okay. creatine like retain water, so you look a little more puffy on it. Is that true? Uh, Who cares? I've go never running, dude. That and I don't we really live in St. George, bro. You go running outside and you sweat it all out. Fuck, dry cold and sweat it out, dude. Just keep your AC off. A lot of creatine is one of those things that if you take it consistently, yeah, like you achieve saturation in your muscles, mm. right? Meaning, people that take creatine and then go work out and think it's helping their lifts, it's not. Like it takes a while, and all it does, it's gonna it's allow consistency you to, again. Yeah, Over. it's gonna allow you to like do more work throughout your workout by giving you maybe a couple more reps mm. when you're using a certain energy system, right? So, anyway, back in the day. There used to be a big thing about loading creatine, and it still works really well. So you'd load on the front end. I'm sure you did that back in the day. Like take 20 grams a day for a week and then go down re- to five. I don't remember, dude. Well, I, I tried think, it all. I, think I tried that's to OD mostly on when that the shit. people had a lot of water retention when they were doing that. Okay, but you can just take, I mean, just general rule of thumb, like five grams a day, and then after a month you achieve saturation, and then you just keep taking five grams a day. Hmm. So, anyway, spoke over my head, dude. Saturation. Shit like that, dude. You're fitness guy, dude. It's like dude. stores of creatine inside your body. So your body so, can only handle so much creatine. Is that what you're saying? And that's why you have to reduce it down to five? No, I'm saying... It sounds like your body yeah, is you can't, adjusting you're only, to it that first you're only gonna Yeah, you're only going to hold so much, but unless you supplement it, you're never going to achieve saturation. So you need to supplement it okay. if you want to achieve saturation. But to get, to get there fast, like... To so achieve you, it quickly, so you, you do go, 20. Okay. It's called loading. You do gotcha. like 20 grams a You're day. You're front loading for, it. Yeah. And then you can cut to off get quickly. get to a point. To get there fast. And then, and then you maintain it. And then you maintain it. Yeah, exactly. At a lower dose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And you maintain that same level or similar to it with a lower dose. So Jake's a, a pretty big guy. So I'm sure you get ans- asked these questions all the time. What's the most you've ever benched? 550. 550? Yeah. Why was it so low? Well, you know, what what you didn't go for six hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stop for today. We'll see you tomorrow. What about like deadlift my squats, all that? Dragged, dude. Yeah. Oh my God, you put five fifty on me, dude. I'd be dead, bro. D E D, dude. I'd say uh, deadlift was bench is my best lift, by the way. Oh, it is. And I'm decent at the other ones, so I don't just think I'm some guy that goes in there and benches. But yeah, but you do like one legged like deadlifts with like eight hundred pounds and shit. It looks like yeah. it, you're, unless you're using My single leg stuff's pretty plates. good, too. Yeah, so I just have trained more like an athlete yeah. and not like a power lifter. Yeah. But a lot of the time, a part of training athletes, people always bench. I don't know why it is. I don't know if it's really – it's really not necessary to be good at sport. It just looks sport, cool. But it's, it just a football really team's cool. always bench, you know? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I got really good at bench. I never deadlifted, like, at all, really, yeah. growing up, because we just never programmed that. Like well, nobody, nobody trains legs growing up. Right? So <laughs> I had a decent squat, and then my deadlift was probably the lowest. But, yeah, my squat was, like, at the best was, like, 650. And then my deadlift, my best is only, like, around around 700. So your chest is just as strong as your legs almost? Well. Is that pretty normal? What's that? Your chest being just almost as strong as your legs? It's definitely not normal. It's normal yeah. for me, dude. Yeah. I probably bench more than I squat now. But I had, I think one reason that I never tapped into, like, my full potential on leg stuff, too, is that I would always run a lot and be doing other activities like I never was a power lifter yeah and so like I'd gas my legs out going on like long runs so like when I was squatting 650 I was still doing a bunch of miles and doing all this other stuff and so it's really hard to hit your potential but first it never really affected my bench press for some reason so I just kept going up what do you think the biggest mistake is that people do you know in terms of like working out and fitness in general like because we'll see people go to the gym right and even myself you go to you feel good just going to the gym every day like you've accomplished what you set out to accomplish but i'm sure at all the years that you've been in the fitness industry you can see some of the same fuckers show up every single day for 3 years but yet they don't make they're not changing their their body looks the exact same that it always has and mm-hmm. Again, I'm guilty of showing up to the gym quite frequently and not seeing a whole lot of changes in my body. But usually it's mainly for me anyways is like diet and shit. Or if I get caught up on the same routine for a long time where my body's just like, okay, do your chest three sets of 10 and then go to this one and then go to this one. Would you say that that's probably one of the main issues is that people get too caught up in doing the exact same shit for too long and they're not shocking their body or the diet com- combined with that or what? It's hard to say. Genetics. There's yeah. so many, <laughs> no, there's just so many goals. What is your goal? You know what I mean? If your goal is just to, to get big jacked and ripped, bro. Okay. If you want to get big jacked and ripped, then you're going to need, 
if you want to get strong too, yeah, you need to have a plan. You need to follow progression. You need to be constantly changing things to create a new stimulus to create overload on your body. Like you're saying, like yeah. you're doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, if you're not actually following it, you're not tracking it, you're not moving forward all the time. Then it's just called progressive overload. If that's not happening, then you're not going to get any better. Okay. But if you're just looking for generally to stay in shape, and yeah, I mean that's why like the F45s of the world, people love it because they just go in, move their body, burn some calories, get the hell out of there. So it really depends on what your goal is. But if you're looking to get bigger and jacked, it's going to be diet number one. I mean, nah, I guess it's not number one. If you're not working hard, it's not going to yeah. help. But diet's going to be a huge part of it. And then also, I think people just don't work out that hard. To be yeah. honest, like most well, not people, as like hard a lot you. of people. Yeah, but even like a lot of people don't go into the gym with intent, and they don't lift with intent, and they go in there and just dilly dally around, right? just fucking talking to people. Like me. Yeah, I mean we get it all the yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It did. I'm guilty I, of it. I, I know when I'm at a different level. I flat out know it. I fucking there's dude there's some, and and I, I I have to move my blood just to feel good, just in general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But dude, there's times where you know. I'm more dialed in than other times, right? Where it's just like, fuck, That's why CrossFit's dude. good for you, dude. Remember dude. when we used to go to CrossFit? Fuck, Shoot, bro, we were it, almost puking every day with yeah, me, dude. It, we were getting it, good it's results. It's true. It really <laughs> is. It's definitely dude. a great way to like push your conditioning and compete with people. Yeah. Because you have that competitive environment. Yes. Which forces you to work harder. Yes. If you have an ego and don't want to lose like I do. Well, some people, yeah. <laughs> I don't have an ego, so that's not a problem with me. <laughs> um, but in reality... There's people out there that talk shit on CrossFit, but they've never even tried it. They've never even yeah. tried it. I would say I was probably in the best shape of my life when I was doing it. Mm. And there's a so if you walk into the gym every day and you look at a workout and you're like, I do not want to do this. That's perfect yeah. <laughs> because if you're not wanting to do it, that means it's pretty difficult. I mean, that's a, and that's how you're going to get results. Yeah, almost any conditioning portion of a, of yeah. a workout should almost feel like that. Yeah. Like, oh, terrible. This is going to suck. Like, if it yeah. doesn't suck, you're yeah. probably not going to get <laughs> yeah, results, yeah, yeah, right? Not, That's really exactly. what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, probably not working that hard. But at the same time, CrossFit does have a lot of things that I don't like about it, and that's why people hate it without trying it. But there'd be a way. There's the a way. injury side, because everyone says, oh, they don't do proper lifts or, you know, well, there's the, the two, competition there's side. There's a couple things. Gymnastics for time okay. and Olympic lifting for time. And those are two things that are very hard to control and you shouldn't do for time. People never did them for time, and they weren't. So lifting heavy and just so an Olympic going lift as is like fast as clean, you can. The clean and jerk and the snatch. Okay. And doing that fast, repetitively, like it's just not the smartest thing to do because people, you could still control it, but to go the fastest, a lot of people will have shitty form and then break down. And then just like having the general population do keeping pull-ups and things like that just yeah. aren't safe. Like, you, yeah. like we, I try to, when I was doing a CrossFit gym and people wanted to do it, I'd say, hey, you need to be able to do like 10 strict pull-ups before yeah. you even think about doing a kipping pull-up. Mm. You shouldn't just have people on there with a band attached to their foot trying to kip just to learn yeah. how to kip because it's not Plus safe it for their shoulder. your hands up like, oh, It does, it. dude. It's not You're swinging on that damn bar, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think I still got scars from it, dude. That's like, I prefer the just straight up and down ones. Remember when we did the pull-up competition too? Yeah. Didn't I wreck you? You wreck me. <laughs> you were shaking on the bar, dude. But I won. You got me by one. You got me by one. But I went first. Yeah, I just I knew I just have you... to beat you by one. That's why I had you go first. It's a veteran move, man. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I didn't think you would. You have a lot more weight than me to pull up, so I didn't think you were going to be able to do it. Yeah. I think I just did 20 and got off the bar. I can do – I mean, up in Salt Lake, how many did I do in Salt Lake? 33? Up up at that competition know, uh, at door to door con, yeah, yeah. Like it was like thirty two or thirty three uh, straight. That's so hard. I got you now. I mean, we can do it again anytime. <laughs> You're going first this time if we do it. Okay. Um, one thing I've noticed about you as well, you you're big into stretching, oh, yeah. right? You stretch mm-hmm. like a motherfucker, don't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. How, how 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 daily? Well, I used to. So the way that I got flexible, yeah. When before I went to college to play. Mm-hmm. I had a bulge disc in my back that okay. was like hitting a nerve. My foot would go numb. So I ended up not passing my physical. And so I went to a physical therapist and I wasn't always flexible. People were like, oh, you're probably just flexible. I'm like, no, I'm, I worked to get flexible. Yeah. Cause I can do the splits and shit. So people yeah. were like, oh, you're just flexible. Like, no, I'm not just flexible. So anyway, he tested like my mobility and then my core. Yeah. And they were both pretty shitty. Like I did. I so you were lifting activation. all this heavy weight, but yeah. then he's like, dude, you're not even mobile. You can't even touch your toes, shit. man. What are you doing? Uh, you know, like it yeah. was that bad. Yeah. And so I spent probably about a year just stretching for about an hour every night. And then I could do the splits and I was flexible. 
So what? How do you? I mean, you maintain it obviously now. To maintain you know? it is easy. So, so you just do, do it a couple do, times like a week or what? No, I stretch every day before I lift for at least like ten to fifteen minutes. Okay. And then, I mean, I used to try to still stretch at night for like thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, like when I was doing CrossFit, I'm just too lazy now. Yeah. I just sit at a computer all day. And well, yeah, you got your phone in your hand. It's hard yeah, to stretch exactly. when you're fucking <laughs> yeah, exactly. doing business and shit. You know, <laughs> stretching the bank account is what you're trying to <laughs> exactly. do. It's not your legs, right? But. So. Yeah, for a while there, I was obsessed with hot yoga, and that's what got me like super mm. mobile too. Um, and we then, went on a little yoga kick for a minute. Yeah, that was fun. I think. Yeah, yeah I like. It. You do I feel like the it, best man. when you're stre- when you're when you're stretched, man. and it doesn't it's hurt because there's yeah. babes yeah. all over the place. Like I, I always have <laughs> shoulders and back problems and all lower upper everything, dude. But when yeah. I'm like stretching or doing yoga and stuff, dude, I don't. I have think any I was pains. sleeping better yeah. at night and shit when we were doing Definitely. the hot yoga, yeah. all that stuff, and yeah. it's just like. You walk back in. I mean, it feels a little weird just being a man, like walking in with a yoga mat under your arm and shit. But you got to get over it. Yeah, you I, I just get bought in like it feels uh, good. Big barrel sauna, so I could just do it by myself uh, in my house now. So you don't have to do it in public. So I can just you hop in there, get real hot, shit. yeah, stretch out myself and then bounce. <laughs> Not try to meditate with a group. Dude, I enjoyed it. I was the talker in the back of the room though. Yeah. I'd like to say shit. I don't do very good meditating as a group when people are like. Do you actually meditate? Meditate. Or uh, just more yoga shit. I went through a period where I kind of I'm not very good at it, which I don't really know. I guess you're not good at it because you ain't practicing it. No, I don't exactly. But I, that's why I, I think that's one reason I like working out and I do like yoga. Yeah, is because it is very like meditative. You don't think about anything else about besides if it's really really hot. Yeah, you're so uncomfortable and you're just trying yeah. to get through it. You're just in and that so, like, moment. Yeah, of just, yeah, like, yeah. Hold like you're not thinking about yeah. anything. And so I think that's kind of a form of meditation right there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I enjoy it so much because it is stretch relief. Stress relief, but it's yeah. also stretch relief. Yes, both. <laughs> Anything relief. So you come out of there with a clear mind. Yeah, that's and true. And you just feel good. Yeah. So no, I agree. So let me ask you this: where Where do people find you? You know, if they want to connect with you, I mean, you guys, Jake has the Fitness Culture app, which has a monthly fee to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we believe that you know fitness and business go together pretty much hand in hand for the say most that, part. Man, like, like I always operate as a business owner so much better when I am in a good routine. Routine. I'm at exactly. a better physical, you know, whatever level. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think there's just a good metaphor of putting your body or, or mind under a heavy amount of stress in the gym and just pushing yourself yeah. there physically because your brain the whole time while you're working out, if you're pushing yourself. It's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And that's kind of like business, right? You start business and shit happens. You're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You know, so it builds up just like your mental strength Mm -hmm. so that you can endure entrepreneurship, right? And so I I do believe that there's a very, like, I mean, it goes hand Mm -hmm. in hand. And I think that if you're struggling in business, I think going to the gym and removing yourself from business and just getting the frustration and the stress and all the stuff that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis, that's the one place that if I don't go, I can feel it. I'm an asshole around my wife or my kids and shit if yeah, I'm not exerting say, that. It like changes your outlook, too. Exactly. Like if you're in a bad mood, yep. you're overwhelmed, you go mm-hmm. work out, instantly mm-hmm. it's like, all right, so I can true. think again. You get in an Mind's argument clear. right before you go to the gym with your lady and you walk back out, you're, <laughs> you're like, fuck, fuck <laughs> You walk in the house, you're like, my bad, babe. Yeah, exactly. You're a completely different <laughs> person <laughs> right after it. Like It's almost like being hungry. Yeah. And then after yeah, you, exactly. you're like, my bad, babe. You know, it's the same type of concept, but... Um, where would they go to you know find the Fitness Culture app? Download that if they want to check that out. And, yeah, just and fitnessculture.com. Fitnessculture.com. Sign up, sign up there, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And then once you sign up for an account, it's just in the app store. You download there and you can log in with your account. Okay. And when if people want to try your supplements and and uh, Reach you know out to when you. you release the name and and what you're doing, like yeah. they just yeah. follow you. A pers- on yeah. So Instagram Fitness Culture what? Training. Um, you have you guys have an Instagram, Instagram ta- an Instagram as well for fitness culture, right? Is it just fitness culture? Yeah, fitness culture training. Fitness culture training is yeah. where you find them on Instagram. That's Instagram for fitness okay. culture. And then mine is just Jacob Hutton one. Okay. And then obviously Steve Steve's going to post about it. So if you, Steve Cook on Instagram as well. Yeah. yeah, he you guys probably don't know who he is. He's trying to break into the fitness industry, yeah. <laughs> Steve Cook guy. And I've told him just stay stay the course. You know, shit takes a long time. It'll pan out eventually. Exactly. But, feel bad for the guy you know he's been at it for so long so hopefully it works out for him but yeah check him out on instagram see how well he's doing um so again guys we end the podcast with uh you know obviously letting you guys know where you can find the guest and then just reading one of the latest reviews this was on sunday 
the, it says Beast Podcast. Love this podcast. It's so genuine. They literally give you stepping stones to stay on track, to keep you going after your goals. Totally recommend for any business person. So, who, we, who was that from? It was from I don't know. I'll let you. You you can try to pronounce what, it. It's not, yeah, it's a weird name. Yeah, check that out. Just pronounce it real quick. Zayakakakak. Exactly. So I, I was gonna I was gonna give credit, but I don't know who to well, give. Well, thanks, Zayakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak